Hello and welcome back to the Church of Jesus Christ Study Session with Come and Follow Me. I'm your host Matthew Roberts and this is Season 4, Episode 138 of this Daily Study Podcast. Thank you so much for joining us once again today as we continue with our study of this week's Come and Follow Me materials. We are um, discussing the book of Numbers, chapters 11 to 14 and 20 to 24. Uh, Basically the book of Numbers, what we can try and cover, uh, and in the week of May the 9th to May the 15th. Today we're going to begin in Numbers chapter 20. We've skipped out a few chapters uh, and we are going to discuss uh, a couple of things here. The first thing, after the death of Miriam is noted, uh, the people are murmuring once again. They say in verse 5, Wherefore have you made us to come up out of Egypt to bring us unto this evil place, for it is no place of seed or of figs or of vines or of pomegranates, neither is there any water to drink. Um, they are murmuring once again, and it, it's quite um, interesting because obviously the reason that they don't have all these things is because they were not full of faith to be able to enter the promised land and now they are uh, moving around uh, the wilderness um for unfortunately murmuring is very comes very easily to us uh, and to everyone here it seems or a number of people it seems in the scriptures so moses and aaron uh, go forward and they bow before the lord and the lord speaks now notice what the lord says in verse 8 he says, take the rod, gather the assembly together, and thou and Aaron thy brother, and speak ye unto the rock before their eyes, and it shall give forth water, his water. And thou shalt bring them forth to the water out of the rock. So the Lord tells them to speak to the rock, um, and the water would come forth. Now notice what Moses and Aaron do here, because here we're going to see that even though Moses has been an excellent example of obedience and dedication, um, this is a bit um, different uh, about what, in, in what happens. In verse 10, um, Moses and Aaron gathered the people and said, Here now ye rebels, must we fetch you water out of this rock? Uh, and in verse 11, Moses lifted up his hand and with his rod he smote the rock twice, and the water came out abundantly. Now notice here that the water still comes forward, despite the fact that Moses does something different to what the Lord told him to do. And notice how they use the word we. Must we get water out of this rock for you? They are um, taking credit uh, for what the Lord has told them to do. Um, and in verse 12, the Lord speaks to Moses and Aaron, and he is not pleased with them, and says, Because ye believe me not to sanctify me in the eyes of the children of Israel. Or if you look in the footnote, in other words, in not speaking to the rock, instead of instead striking it. Therefore ye, sh- ye shall not bring this congregation into the land which I have given them. So this is why Moses and Aaron also do not bring the children of Israel into the promised land, despite them not necessarily following the advice or guidance of the, t- the ten spies who gave the faithless report. Um, and it teaches us a lesson that we need to be very careful uh, in how we serve. First of all, making sure we give all glory to the to the Father or to the Lord, um, then recognize that the blessings and miracles come because of Him and His presence and influence, and also that we follow the instructions that He gives us, the directions. Um, I think that that is also another important aspect of this. So we're going to go forward into chapter twenty-one now, uh, and the people once again are murmuring. Uh, this time uh, about how um, 
they have no bread nor water and their soul loatheth this light bread um again showing um a lack of gratitude for the things which they have been given uh, and this time um the lord sends fiery serpents among the people and he bit the people and much people died um they do repent in verse 7 uh, and moses prays for the people and this is clearly this is going to be a very important moment here in verse 8 it says and the lord said unto moses make thee a fiery serpent and set it upon a pole and it shall come to pass that everyone that is bitten when he looketh upon it shall live now this um symbol um is very significant and it's so significant that it is mentioned in the book of mormon a few times which we'll look at in a minute um for us uh, the serpent of brass which is put on up upon a pole um and it gives healing to all who look upon it is a clear symbol of christ um but it was also a very simple command the gospel it, it shows us the gospel is very simple and if we follow what the prophet asks us to do then we will be saved and we'll be and we'll be helped and healed in many ways so the, the lessons from this are are significant uh, in alma uh, chapter 33 it's spoken about when uh, when it says behold he was spoken of moses yea and behold a type was raised up in the wilderness that whoever whosoever might look upon it might live and many did look and live but few understood the meaning of those things and this because of the hardness of their hearts and there were many who were so hardened that they did not look therefore they perished now this actually gives us very important detail because in the actual old testament what i just read you for, from verses eight and nine where moses put, put it up on the pole that's all we get about the discussion and information about this so Alma 33 gives us the vital information that some looked and were healed and a number did not because of how hard their hearts were um in helaman chapter 8 verses 14 to 15 we read again um that moses um yea did he did he not bear record that the son of god should come and as he lifted the brazen serpent in the wilderness even so shall he be lifted up who should come and as many should look upon that serpent should live even so as many should look upon the son of god with faith having a contrite spirit might live um i mean moses um, in in first nephi 17 again we read about the symbol of christ and in john chapter 3 verses 14 to 15 in the new testament uh, we have and as moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness even so must the son of man be lifted up that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life um so there is a lot of reference to this um, story in other scriptures as well it is clearly one which we should remember and that we should learn from uh, so that we can remember um, the lessons we learn from it um, i'll share this um, by uh, elder bruce r mcconkey as well he said quote every ordinance of the gospel is designed to point and center the attention of men in christ we are baptized in similitude of his death, burial, and resurrection. We honor Sunday as, as the Sabbath because it was on that day when he arose from the grave, breaking of the bands of death and becoming the first fruits of them that slept. The ancients honored the seventh day as one of rest and worship because it was on that day that he rested from his labors after working under the direction of his father in the creation of this world. Everything um, must point to Christ. Everything must have a center on us seeking Jesus. Um, and I think that um, this is such a significant reminder, this brazen serpent. Now, of course, we read 
in Alma 33 that um, a number did not. And why did they do not, not do that? I've always wondered this because, yes, it was very simple. And, and the arguments of, oh, maybe it was so simple that they just didn't bother. But in my mind, I had here like, you know, you know, when you, you go on a camp and there's, you know, maybe a dozen of you or maybe maybe more of that. Um, you know, why did why did they not just, you know, look over and just look at this serpent? It would have been so easy. And we take and we argue it as, oh, it was so simple that some just didn't bother. And I'm like, well, not too sure. However, studying uh, the Old Testament this year has taught me something which I didn't realize. Uh, and I think makes it a lot more sense now. When some scholars believe, well, that the numbers within numbers themselves indicates that there was over well, well into the hundred thousands of people traveling in this camp of Israel. Uh, some scholars indicate that the actual number of men, women and children will have gone into the millions. Uh, a lot of scholars seem to agree on that. And so that starts to then help you understand why some people would not have looked upon this brazen serpent, not just because they couldn't be bothered to, you know, just turn their head and look at the serpent, but it would have probably been a bit of a walk uh, to get to the place where this brazen serpent was put up as well. And so then it makes sense that some would have just not bothered to cast their eyes about uh, to look at this serpent because it will have required a little bit of effort. Now, I'm not saying it would have taken days and days to get there, but it would have required them to have faith in the fact that if they were to look at this serpent, then they would live. Um, and some did not do that. So this is, again, an important lesson for us to focus and remember Christ and to look to him as, as a healing and for, and for us spiritually uh, and in many other ways as well. Thank you so much for listening to the study today. Hope you enjoyed the study uh, and until we meet again.